Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. If you missed uh, that last segment uh, talking about Thanksgiving and Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday. And we'll even add one more to it next week. We're going to talk about uh, Forgiving Wednesday, which is one I think we ought to have. Uh, we'll break that down just a little bit as well. Uh, but all of this is is really getting us to to look at things a little bit differently. And we've talked about the the power of gratitude, the scientific data that's available on what happens when you actually have and experience real gratitude. Uh, it changes the way you look at things. Uh, when you talk about being generous, uh, it changes things. It is a disruptive innovator. It changes individuals. It changes communities. Uh, when you show generosity or kindness in any way, uh, it's a game changer. And and that's an important thing to look at. And and often as we look at and think about Thanksgiving, uh, we talk about our blessings. We talk about gratitude for those blessings. And we usually do it in kind of a counting sort of way, uh, as this is a chance to take inventory, sort of rack them up. Uh, I'm one of those who believes that not uh, everything that can be counted counts. And not everything that counts can be counted. I said that just to confuse Ty today, Uh, but it is a true fact uh, that not everything uh, that can be counted really counts and not everything that counts really can be counted. Uh, So it's not just about your bank account. It's not just about having food on the table or loved ones around it. Uh, There are so many other things that can add up uh, to what we really value and, and who we really are as a person of value. Uh, I think that's part of where we have to, to begin uh, so rather than trying to be a, a person of success uh, or who can uh, gain fame uh, or a claim of any sort, we shouldn't focus on becoming that kind of person. We should become a person of value. And how you do that, uh, not by just focusing on yourself, but focusing outwardly and looking at uh, who you can help and how you can help. And uh, to me, it is being that person of value. I uh, love the way Zig Ziglar used to always say it. Uh, I think he described it best, what it means to be a person of value. He said, uh, you you can have anything you want in this life as long as you can help enough other people get what they want. In other words, adding value, uh, making a difference. And there's so many ways that we can add value. We can add value from, from sharing knowledge and wisdom and insight. Uh, we can also add value by not saying a word and just being a good listener being intentional in our listening. Uh, we can do it through acts of generosity and kindness. Uh, all of those are ways to, to demonstrate the things that I think actually do count in the end. And all of that changes the trajectory of what we're doing and how we're interacting. Uh, I always loved uh, Robert Fulgham, uh, who I think may have said it best uh, in uh, his Storyteller's Creed was what he called it. 
he said, I believe that imagination is stronger than knowledge, that myth is as potent as history, that dreams are more powerful than fact, that hope always triumphs over experience, that laughter is the only cure for grief, and love is stronger than death. Uh, none of those things, by the way, add up. Uh, if we looked at it from strictly a uh, science perspective or a worldly way, uh, that doesn't add up. But as we understand that, uh, often it's our attitudes about the facts. Facts are stubborn things. So we do have to deal with the facts and the reality of things. But often it's our attitude towards them that really determines whether we're successful or not. Uh, the way you think about a fact uh, could defeat you before you even get started. Uh, you may have to overcome the fact simply by thinking different uh, or being different. Uh, and as I said, facts are funny things, and, and I'm, I'm all for a good dose of reality, uh, especially it's a, a important to stay grounded, uh, keep our, our feet firmly planted uh, when we're dealing with specific things in terms of plans or goals or objectives or policy. Uh, you can't, uh, but you also can't let the facts alone drive your behavior. Uh, facts, if they always dominate, uh, a lot of the great breakthroughs and breakwiths in history would never have happened because they don't add up. So you have to be able to look at the impossibility of something and say, yeah, I think that's possible. We can go at that just a little bit different. Uh, even things in nature, uh, you know, how, how in the world a bumblebee flies? And uh, I've always been amazed that cruise ships don't float. I know there's science behind that in terms of displacement of water. Uh, but if you just think about it, you've got, you know, tons and tons of weight. It, you'd think it would sink. Uh, so I've never been able to wrap my head around that. Uh, but there's so many other things that are more important. Uh, I remember hearing a manager of a uh, a sports team one time it was confronted by a member of the media uh, with the overwhelming statistical facts regarding the seemingly impossible prospects of defeating his opponent. And the manager paused. This was so great. He paused for a moment, and then he responded. He says, we choose not to focus on those facts as they have nothing to do with anything that will help us prepare mentally or physical for a victory. In fact, he said, if we focused on the facts we'd probably stop preparing and just forefoot the game. And how often do we do that in so many other areas? We let the facts overwhelm us. Uh, and I just love that this manager was like, no, nah, we're just not going to focus on all those facts that say we should really lose by 47 points today. We're going to focus on the things that we can do and the things we believe we can do, uh, rather than all these facts that tell us uh, we should just forefoot and not play the game at all. Uh, in fact, he concluded in this interview, he said, games are never won by facts or statistics. Games are won by players and coaches who choose to believe that they have what it takes to win, regardless of the situation. And that is one of the reasons why I love sports, is all the facts in the world can say this game should be a complete blowout. And yet, on any given night, on any given day, stuff happens. Amazing things happen. Uh, the the unbelievable, uh, unimaginable can happen, uh, and it wins, and, and it happens, and Cinderella lives on, uh, not because it makes sense or it adds up by what you could count, but because people engage. And I think that's actually what we saw in the phenomenon of, of Giving Tuesday. 
It was like, you know what? We've gone through our Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We spent all our money uh, on all these uh, things that we're going to put under trees and give away as gifts. Uh, Why not give something away to somebody else today? Why not be part of something bigger and more meaningful and more important? And it happens. And we've seen that uh, in the marketplace as well. Uh, You can go through Apple's and McDonald's and Southwest Airlines and Starbucks and a host of others of lesser known companies, Uh, but equally impressive entrepreneurial uh, enterprises that were just driven to succeed because they said those cold, hard facts that tell us that we can't do this. We're just going to set those aside for a minute and do it anyway. So that's the test that we have to get to. Are our dreams, are our goals, are they more powerful than the facts? Uh, what's our attitude towards the facts? And can we can we change that? So bring it full circle, I really do think Robert Fulgham got it right when he said, I believe that imagination is stronger than knowledge. That myth is as potent as history, that dreams are more powerful than fact, that hope always triumphs over experience, that laughter is the only cure for grief, and love is stronger than death. I think he got it right. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.